What's good, my brother? What's good, brother? Not much. What's really good, I should say. What's really good? Well, I should take that back because there's a lot that's really good. It's been a lot that's going on since the last time we got together on this podcast here. Yes, America, we have um, some interesting things to talk about tonight. Yes, and we're going to definitely start off with the world of sports once we get in our topics. We got Kobe going off. Yes. Throwing back the clock. Turning back the hands of time. <laughs> the, hands of time. <laughs> the Warriors doing their thing. We got a, the NFL schedule has come out now. You can never get too much for the NFL. Never too much. And yes. at the end of the show, the second half... There's so much that me and my brother are over right now. <laughs> O-V-E-R. That just has my chops is ready to go. I'm just ready to gab, gab, gab and get into it. I'm going to call you Gabby. That's right. But first, what we're going to do is get into another track from a hot brother here that, well, actually, he's not here now. Now he's out in Oakland. But he used to, he is a native of North Carolina, Goldsboro area. All right, Goldsboro. All right. And he was a great friend of mine in college, Mr. Tabaris Moselle, and he has some fantastic music. And I'm going to treat you to a piece of it right now, whatever it takes. Okay, Tabaris, let's hit it. Let me take on the spot that opens up your smile. Pull you in and gently kiss your neck for a little while. For you to savor and enjoy Run through an open field And bring back your childhood joy Whatever it takes Whatever it takes This kind of synergy will help us both to thrive By your side I break free and I Days and make it feel real, feel real good. 
Ask Tobias, yes. That's how you do it. Now, if you want to hear more from Tobias, you can follow him on um, SoundCloud. Just search Tobias, T-O-B-I-R-U-S, Moselle, M-O-Z-E-L-L-E, and check out the other tracks that he has. Yes, thanks for that funky track. All right. Now, let's get it started right now in the world of basketball. And look like ESPN has some trouble trying to decide who to start with, with with this game to begin with because originally the Lakers was on the main channel of ESPN, but then the Warriors going for their records trumped them. But after the games were played, I say we got to start with Kobe Bean. Let's just say, first of all, ESPN hit two grand slams. I was reading today that ESPN 2 was the highest rated basketball game in the history of ESPN 2 for Kobe. Wow. And the um, the um, Warriors game was the second highest rated um, next to LeBron James when he played the Miami Heat when he went back to Cleveland. You know how oh, anticipated wow. that yes. game was. That was highly anticipated. Yes, so let's say um, the ESPN made some big dollars. <laughs> yes, they to did. To make up for all the money they Could lost during college football. Anything better? Kobe going off for 60. Kobe Bryant scored 60 points <laughs> in 2016. The man that could barely walk down the court all season long. Grandpa. Grandpa. Have you ever read what he has to go through after the game? It was like Peyton Manning. Yes, like, it's just yeah, like, like Peyton he, he went through. <laughs> he has to ice himself down. He's in wheelchairs. So crutches. You gotta love. You gotta love the game. <laughs> you gotta love the game for that. And he went off for sixty points. And it was like so many shots. Like so vintage Kobe. Like Kobe, in my opinion, is the toughest, the best, or how can I put this? He's the best tough shot maker in the history of basketball. Oh, I would definitely agree with that. He hits shots that are just incredible. His degree of difficulty is just through the roof. Through the roof. It's like. I'm going to do this just to show you how great I am. Right. And truth be told, America, we well, both of us, I'm going to put you in this too. Okay. okay. You're, you're right in this with me. Yes. We watched both of these games up until halftime, going sure back did. and forth. Yep. And then what did we say once halftime came? I'm taking my I'm, ass to bed. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. I am sleepy. I am tired, my America. Tired. I am tired. We got to get up and go to work in the morning. <laughs> We ain't going to miss nothing. We already know what's going to happen. It's so hard to stay awake during the week. <laughs> oh, that's what happens when your ass gets when old. When I wake up the next morning to find out that Kobe went off for 60. And he had to score, what, like 40 in the second half yeah, or something? Yeah, he had like 23 twenty twenty three at halftime. I thought, yeah, oh, this is going to be a, a ho-hum Kobe Bryant game. Right. He's going to shoot 50 times. No, but he she shot fifty times. He did shoot but, fifty times. Yeah, that right. He but he willed them times. to a victory which they've had very little of this year. But I did go go back and watch. You know, probably when I should have been actually working at work, but I decided to go back and watch the fourth quarter instead. <laughs> you know how we do <laughs> the game. And oh my gosh, that fourth quarter was just, was unbelievable. Was just throw back. It was vintage Kobe. Kobe. I mean, he's like. At certain points, at certain points, you can see him like barely making it up the court. Then he gets it on offense, and it's just like boom. Oh, that first step was like still, right there still again. Kobe, still the Mamba. Sometimes he was just jab stepping into three pointers. It wasn't even would dribbling enough to just just crazy. And he did have that little run in the first half too, when he hit like five. Yes. He missed like his first five. 
Yeah. Then he hit like five in a row. Just like, y'all said, oh, God, this is going to be ugly. They didn't score for like the first five or six minutes of the game. Right. And you know I played him on FanDuel. So I was like, oh, yeah, by the way, how did that go? I didn't ask you. (sighs) I didn't win the big money. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> somebody somebody had a better lot of than I did. Well, you got the Kobe play right. <laughs> I, I got the Kobe play right. Solid one four dollars. Oh man, you could have left that to yourself. <laughs> four dollars. We've got a playoffs coming up. Oh man. But what better way to go out and for them to be down? I mean, what was it? In that last two minutes, they were still down like eight points. Uh, yeah. Eight or ten points. It was points a modern miracle. So. Yeah. And he just took he over. He took over. Just took over. And the crowd was electric. The atmosphere was electric. Oh, and let but... me just say, Mike Tirico, yeah, the... he needs to <laughs> call Tirico. everything in yes. the history of sports. Yes. I don't care if it's golf, Every basketball, game, football. Especially. And Hubie. I love yes, Hubie. Them two together. Yes, those two They're together great. are magic. And the way they called the game, the shots that were made, the the fact that this is Kobe Bryant's last game, it was like one of those special rare nights in the history of sports. It was so special. I I could I can't think of a better way. You know, it wasn't it wasn't like other people didn't have great endings to their career. Right. I mean, the best ending should have been Michael Jordan leaving, hitting the game winner in the yeah. finals. With hands up, but he decided he wanted to come back out there and play for some reason. <laughs> Which is, Who knows? We will forget that, even yes. though he didn't have an awful like last year, but it just wasn't that it wasn't memorable. It was Michael. Right. But, you know, there were some other great endings that we've had. This is kind of not, well, it's not, it's on topic, but it's a different sport. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I love Pete Sampras. Yes. No, I was thinking of Pete. Yes. Pete and Andre. He, yeah, that's the Pete's a perfect way to go out. U.S. Open, US Open, I think it was right. Yeah, his last tournament to break the record, I think, for uh, not add to the record for add most Grand it. Slams mm-hmm. at that time in the history of tennis. One of the greatest champions in any sport, right? Most just oh, underrated you know guy. We love Pete oh, in this Pete, Pistol Pete is just a Pete could not awesome. do, he could do anything wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry, some people think he was born, but I just think he was just I know, dominant. He was just dominant. That's what it love was. Love Pistol Pete. Yeah, but. Besides that, Kobe's got to be up there. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's definitely got up to be there. up there. Definitely up there. Yes. You can think of some, you can think of maybe like Ted Williams and stuff. He hit that home run that sparked yeah. kind of the comeback. That's true. Yeah. All that. It, Peyton Manning, even though he was got off in the right. Super Bowl, he did win a Super Bowl. It's John Super Elway. Bowl. Oh, John Elway. Yeah, but John, what, he, or he was MVP of the Super right. Bowl. Right. So that was, that was a very good one. In some ways, so there would have been, you know, it would have been better if the Lakers obviously were a in contender. contention for something. <laughs> but, but you know, you take what you you take with Kobe. I mean, it's kind of his fault that they're awful too. So yeah, he can't be mad. Yeah. Now, in a career, would you put him like in the top ten players? Oh, absolutely. All time? I mean, yeah, he's to, in my opinion, he's the second best shooting guard of all time. Right, Michael, of course, Michael Jordan is the best shooting guard, but Kobe to me is second best. I like, agree with you. Kobe is like the first person off the bench. But it's still a lot of But it's not a lot of yes. He's he's the sixth man. He's the sixth man. He's the sixth man. Yeah. I got you on there. If, if you're filling the All Star team there, right? All right. So 
another person who's going to be knocking down this door of possibly want to get in that top 10 conversation. Who's that? Of guards. Who's that? Or the top 10 conversations of best players who's regardless that? in the NBA. Is that Mr. Davidson? Mr. Davidson? Mr. Davidson. Yes, yes. Oh, Mr. Davidson. You threw me off for that. I threw you <laughs> off, so you weren't ready. I wasn't ready for that. Catch, bitch. You didn't, you didn't catch it. I was trying I to didn't get catch you a catch. I... Wake your I, ass up. I know. I got to wake up now. Yes. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Yes, yes, Mr. Davidson. Mr. Davidson. We're talking about Mr. Davidson. Yes. That stuff, Curry. Now, you want to say Kobe scored 60 points, okay, on 50 <laughs> shots. This bitch goes and scores 46 points on 24 shots. And doesn't even play the fourth quarter. And doesn't even play the fourth quarter. You know what? I'm, I'm really sick of Stephen, Stephen Curry at this point. I'm, I'm really sick of him because how are you that efficient? It's it makes no sense. Blowing. What is it? I, I read that he's the first guard since Michael Jordan to average thirty points and shoot over fifty percent. You uh, know what? I saw somebody had a meme on Facebook. I I couldn't believe it when I saw it. Steph Curry in the last two years has like six hundred and eighty nine. Something like that, three pointers. Yeah. Michael Jordan for his career has five hundred and eighty one. <laughs> Larry Bird for his career. Larry Bird. Larry Legend. The best shooter bes- right. before Curry came along. Right. Probably in the history of basketball. Six hundred and eighty seven three pointers for his career. That is wild. Steph Curry has best see, that. That, that tells me two things. One, it tells me how much more the three point shot is involved in basketball it today has just revolutionized what it used to be yes that is so true and two the guy is just the best shooter ever oh i mean that's no question anymore used, about you that. know that was, i used to always have like ray allen up there and guys like Larry uh, bird and stuff reggie miller talking about reggie miller yeah this guy is hands down the best shooter and it's not just that he's the best shooter the way he handles the ball his handle is just sickening. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. He can shoot um, catch and shoot. He can shoot off the dribble. He can shoot off the screen. Normally, if you're uh, people that really know basketball, you're either really good at one or two, right, and okay at the third. He's excellent. He's excellent superior at all, at all three of those. And the only thing you can add in there three quarter three quarter shots. <laughs> three quarter Does he miss one? Does it, has he missed one? <laughs> I don't know. His rage and what what did he say? You got to pick him up in the parking lot. As soon as he opens the door in the parking door. lot. As soon as he unlocks that door, cha-ching. You need to be you on him, guarding, the guarding him right there. It's incredible. I read another thing that was saying with his 400 three-pointers right. that, he, that he hit. They were saying it was a meme. We don't know if this is – I haven't verified the fact. But with him hitting over 400 three-pointers, it said there have been 592 times in the NBA that a team has not hit 400 three-pointers for the season. I believe that. And this guy does it himself. <laughs> he does it himself. And it's not, but it's not even just him by himself. The Warriors as a team broke the record. I think they made like 1,077 three-pointers. Yeah, it was over 1,000. Uh, you're going to win 73 games. You're going to so win making 1,000 three-pointers in NBA season. 1,000 three-pointers? It's ridiculous. When I saw that, I was like, how's that humanly possible? I gotta admit, I was a little sad. I wasn't so super joyous of this. 
I am. I'm not a excited. Huge bulls. Oh, we're, we're 90s bulls, bulls ride or die till we die. Yeah, we 90s bulls ride or die. Not current. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make sure that's true. Remember, we had growing up, we had a satellite for all y- y'all guys. I don't know if y'all know about satellites. I know that's yeah. 1990s style. But we we want to talk about you watching them. Um, them certain channels Shut on up. satellite, Spice <laughs> Network. Y'all don't want to talk about. But we watched every. When we say every Bulls game, yes, they can be played in Milwaukee Bucks. We're gonna sit there. We gonna sit and there watch the game. Watch. We get out there. One of us will have to go out there and turn the satellite. Turn the satellite sometimes, sometimes, sometimes right? You yell at it. Oh, stop it! Stop. Hold it there. Hold right there. Hold it right there. Right yes. there. It's in. We were dedicated. We were dedicated. We were hardcore Bulls. We had all of the the t-shirts, the championship t-shirts. Yes. I don't know how many times I watched the damn three-peat uh, video. Handle the pressure. Handle the cows. Beat the cows. cows. Oh, yes. gosh. That was uh, classic. Love that. And, you know, I don't know. I had this strange just affectuation with the Bulls point guards. Like, John Paxson. And then And BJ Armstrong. I'm like... Why I love them so much? Like I feel like the best. I like they're like the best. Forget Michael Jordan. He he does what he does. But you let John Paxson hit that shot right wide open for, for three. Right. It's going down, baby. Well, see that was the beauty. I feel like it, they allow other guys like that to rise in some occasions. Exactly. Mike, they share. Mike they share will put that. you on that spot and would be like, "You're gonna hit like this motherfucker. Damn shot. I'm gonna trust you, and you better hit this fucking shot." Right. Well, that's you gotta hit that shot because you, you know, don't want Michael, play, <laughs> Michael right. Jordan's fist going upside the head. Ask Steve much. Kerr; he done had plenty of black eyes from him. Oh, stop! What's the truth? <laughs> what about Steve? He's been on history two times now. He's played. He's like the spot. luckiest. I don't. I don't, don't want to say he's lucky because he he's, he's he's talented. He's lucky, but he has been like in every great situation in history. Right. He's been with the Spurs. <laughs> yep. He's been with the Bulls. Yes. He's been. Uh, he was a general manager of the Suns. Of the Suns when, when they, they were, were great, really good. And now, now he's coaching this team. So and he and he was an analyst for the Final Four. Oh yeah, in the he NBA. Sure I mean, he has done incredible. This guy things. has been he's done everything. super lucky. He's super, done super everything. Lucky. He has. He's the luckiest. What's the um the man that's retiring from the um the. He's the luckiest guy in the world. Or oh, the yeah, yeah. The guy most in the world. interesting, interesting guy, guy in the world. world. That's Steve Kerr. He might be the most interesting guy I in the world. I think he's the most interesting How guy in the world. How are you around all this stuff? Man, I need to get some of his juju. I don't know. We might be millionaires here right about now. Exactly. You're right we about that. We had that. that. Yeah, Man. But now they're going to go down as, you know, you can't look at that 72 and 10 team anymore and just automatically say that's the best team in. Well, it depends. It, well, what the Warriors do in the playoffs, they have to win the we championship. They still do have the championship to go, and it's Which not that Bulls team dominated. They only lost two they, games. That was in the finals. They, so they was a very, very they, good Seattle um, SuperSonic. Ooh, for y'all who don't know, Seattle used to have a team. The Seattle <laughs> SuperSonic was very good. Um, they were a very good team that year. Yeah, I think they were like close to almost seventy, like sixty. Oh, yeah, they were like sixty-seven uh, games. They were like 60, 67 games. There. I think. Yeah. Yeah, they win a lot. I mean, the wars. I mean, it's, it won't be. It won't be easy. It's yeah. going to be a challenge for them to win. And the, speaking um, of that, so we do have the playoff schedule that's here, and the Warriors they play um, the Rockets. Oh, it's a bye the first, first right. round. 
Do you think the Rockets have any chance of winning a game? Has pigs flown? Has <laughs> hell frozen over? Am I a quadrillion, bajillion, bazillion I gotta, air? I gotta, I gotta keep it with you with that. Absolutely not. The team is awful. It's their fault. They have, they got rid of Kevin McHale so early in the season. Well, Kevin McHale really just, should have been the coach in the first place. Why you got to do Kevin McHale like that? Well, I'm just being honest. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bad hire from the get-go. They just got lucky with the Clippers falling apart. The whole Dwight Howard thing has just been And you know what? And Harden, is, he has turned out to be like Carmelo. Oh. Like. You put him in that category? Yeah, like nobody likes him. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a turnover. Nobody wants to play with him. Right. But he broke the record for turnovers, most turnovers in the season. I didn't even know that. <laughs> he did that in the last season, in the last game of the season. Are you serious? Yeah, the most turnovers. That is awful. Yeah, what a it's awful. Year. What, what, a, what a bad year. All right. So we keep it west. You have Mavs Thunder. Intriguing at all? I would say the, thun- the Thunder, they're going to win in five. I give it five. Because it's best of. Um, it's all of them are best well, about of seven. About seven now, right? Now. Yeah. Yeah, they're winning five. I give them five in that, I'm thinking. All right. What about Grizzly Spurs? <laughs> Going sweet. What's better than a sweet? <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you get better than a sweet? I don't know. <laughs> if you could, they would in that, that series. The Grizzlies are a mash unit. All right. I, I'm but, surprised they even made the playoffs. The last one, not this one. Now, I'm going to cut you short on your hate on the Grizzlies before you go off on them. Okay. <laughs> the um, Trailblazers and the Clippers. That would probably be the best this is series. Interesting. That's um, an the, interesting one. That's probably the, the best series, definitely the best series on the West side. Maybe the best in the whole playoffs in the first round. Because the Clippers aren't really trustworthy. But the Clippers have been really playing... Good. They, Under the radar, excellent, well. excellent, very, excellent very, basketball. Very, very well. I think they won like ten or eleven straight games. They've been playing very, very well. Yes, and they're they're so under the radar. Yeah. Nobody's even talking about them. I still got the Clippers in that one. Yeah. That could be a potentially I'll say six. a oh you, you right in my mouth yeah. right now right in my head six very close contested games at that yeah yeah all right let's go to the east side you got Pacers Raptors you know what I'm gonna go with upset. You ain't calling the Pacers, are I'm you? I'm calling the Pacers. You calling the Pacers? I'm calling Paul. What? Paul George. You think Paul George gonna just take over his show? He's gonna take over. You talking about being trustworthy? I don't trust the Raptors. Mm, I can see that. The Pacers haven't been particularly strong. They haven't been strong, but it's, it's the playoffs. It is the playoffs. And I think Paul George is the best <clears> player <throat> in that series. Oh, this whole Canada thing, I guess. They're just Can a, they get basketball? <laughs> you play basketball. Maybe I'm just a hater. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe. Like, maybe in hockey or something, but I don't know. They it's can't Toronto's, even play hockey no more. I know, that's true. Toronto's just a weird team to me. Like, they're always pretty good during the season, and this, this season they've been really the well. Playoffs. But the playoffs, terrible. they lose the bad teams. They're gonna, it's going to be uh, the show me state. You're going to have to... Prove me, like Missouri. You got to show me that you can win. I'm still gonna call the Raptors in this one. Okay. I'm going with the Raptors, and I think it would be six games. That's what I'm calling for that one. Pacers and seven. All right. Celtics, Hawks. Very 
intriguing. This is intriguing. The Celtics had a huge comeback. Um, the night was it the night before? Yeah, the night before. Um, against the Heat, they were down I think like twenty four points or twenty eight points in the, in the first half. Oh yes, yes. And they came yes. back and won that game. And they got a little brawl at the end. I yeah. like I like that little spunk. I like yeah. I like the Celtics. Yeah. I like the. I think they're the scrappy they bunch. They, a lot of people try to compare them to a Golden State, like they could be the next Golden State. The way that they're building their team and the young, young they guys. They don't have Steph Curry. They don't have Klay Thompson. Right. Right. They don't have Draymond Green. I, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Whoever said that? <laughs> yeah, I'm not <laughs> I buying. I heard that. <laughs> Are they getting Kevin Durant in the offseason or something? I don't know about. I don't know. Maybe it's some big. Maybe so. Maybe so. But that's what they're trying to say. That's what some people. It's like the the Golden State of the East, if you will. You see my face, <laughs> America. I wish you could see my face right now. But nonetheless, I do like this team, and I've never, for some reason, I just never liked the Hawks. I hate the Hawks. I I, I root for them to hate lose. The Hawks. I just, which is, I mean, I love Atlanta, but I hate the Hawks. I've I've hated the Hawks and from day one. Me too. And I think maybe it's a thing because everything Atlanta, growing up in North Carolina, is kind of fed down your throat that you have to watch. Even the Braves and stuff is right. like that would be the only the teams that you right. would get and right. be able to see. I'm like, eh, even every I'm time I see like, the Hawks, I think of John Conkat. Oh gosh, that's and Lenny so Wilkins. random. <laughs> I know it's so random. And Jared Wilkins. <laughs> that is so random. Dominique Wilkins. Dominique Wilkins. Don't don't call oh, not no, you not Gerald the the Jordan, the Jordan stopper. stopper. You think about the Cavs. That's now. the Cavs. Yeah. yeah, I got mixed up. But Dominique. Now I did like Dominique. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Dominique. his dunks. But I'm gonna go just because I don't like the Hawks. This might not be a heady basketball decision. No, this is not a basketball but decision. But I'm going with the Celtics. Celtics. This one. I hope they sweep them. I'm rooting for a sweep. I'm rooting for a sweep. <laughs> but it won't be a sweep. Celtics in five. All right. Pistons, Cavs. Next. <laughs> really, though. Seriously? Okay. Next. All right. Hornets, Heat. Do the Hornets have a shot to win a playoff game now? They got a shot to win a playoff game. The series? Absolutely not. But... Absolutely not. No, I mean they they I write Deborah Cox. <laughs> yes, but I mean I think the, the Hornets do have like the second best record since the, the Hornets record. have been balling out of their minds <laughs> lately too. They have been yes. really turning it on lately. Yes, they have been really balling. But it's it's weird. Now all the East they're like in that all these teams have the same record. Yeah, they're all tied. It could be interesting. That could prove for some interesting games. It could be. You're right. I mean, I'm not going to dismiss our home team. I'm thinking this could go six. I'm thinking it has potential to go six games. But I think Dwayne Wade and the Heat will pull it out. Dwayne Wade, Whiteside is just a monster. Let's see if Joe Johnson does something in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, I forgot they got Joe Johnson now. Yeah, they got Joe Johnson. Yeah, they got some nice pieces. All right. So let's move from that NBA schedule, and now the NFL schedule came out today. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. SportsCenter decided to have a whole special about it. Oh, of course. And to pick records 
which I think is quite interesting. We don't even know who <laughs> don't the even know who's been be drafted. Who's you don't know it. what's happening. It's quite interesting, but they were These able to early, do that. Early picks are, are weird yeah. to me. So that's why I only want to talk about one game. Okay. And it's the first game of the season on September 8th, Thursday night primetime. Gotta love you that. Know, you, know, you know the NFL loves storylines. They love a good storyline, and they know how to do it. You know, for like a super macho masculine sport, they do love their drama. They love some drama. Yeah, it's very soap operas. Yes. <laughs> and we are starting off with a rematch of the Super Bowl with the Panthers and the Broncos. So you got the Broncos that are going to be receiving, you know, getting their rings and yeah, all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. do it all. Yeah, yeah, we know. We know. <laughs> we, know. we don't want to relive that Super Bowl disaster. Oh, God. But this is a chance for a little small redemption if, you know, it's not going to take back losing the Super Bowl. But if the Panthers can start this season off with the win. If they win in Denver and Mile High against that defense, that defense is still the same, right? The defense is still the same. Yeah, that yes. would be incredible. That would be super incredible. Now, <laughs> I don't know if y'all been watching, but Von Miller... It's a fool. He is a fool. And he has still been trolling Cam Newton every Poor chance. Cam, Cam can't gets. get a break. He cannot get a break. So I don't know if y'all have seen those um, uh, Cam with his water polo that he's been doing with, with his ripped self and showing off his just godlike his, body. Yes, just his Gun. Greek god of a yes. body. But Bob Miller is photoshopping himself in them pictures like he is knocking the ball out of his hand. That's fucked up. <laughs> that is so fucked up. I mean, did you not get enough in the Super Bowl? I guess he didn't. He is, he is going to troll Cam Newton every shot he gets. Now, stuff like that has to play in the mind, right? Doesn't have to play in your mind? Absolutely. And so Cam has got to come out on fire. To start this season. I hope Cam throws for 400 yards, runs for 300. I don't know if that's possible, but if it can happen, I hope it does. I hope it does. I hope it does, too. Blow their ass out. <laughs> now, that's that's intriguing. It, 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 for a Thursday night game, something that would well, be awful the rest of the season. Who's going to be the Broncos quarterback? That is the question of the day. Not a Mark Sanchez. Old butt fumble himself. That's right. The whole March said, who are they going to go after now? Now, would you offer Kaepernick more money? Would you just up it to get him? I would. I think Kaepernick is a product of something called a Tom, 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 Tom Asula, something like that, or whatever his name is, being a head coach, which we said on day one was like, who the fuck is What's a GM? Up? How in the hell do you get a job being a GM for a NFL team, and you hire something called uh, Tom or Tim or Jim or whatever his name is, Tom right. Sula. Right. I don't even know how Looking to Looking like a Ron Jeremy name. porn star. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> and did you see the list of jobs he had? He was like a, a next-door salesman, door-to-door salesman. He coached in the... He was a door-to-door salesman? Yes. He coached the... I believe it. The... Was it the the rain, fire, and the... You remember they used to have that that football league over in Europe. Yes, yes. He was a coach there. Oh, gosh. So, I think Kaepernick was just a product of a horrible, of a horrible, horrible environment. System. He didn't team, have any coaching. All that. 
And you see the weapons that Denver has? <clears throat> exactly. Hell yeah. I, I can play that. quarterback. Like, who else are you going to get right now? There's nobody available. Nobody. A Ryan Fitzpatrick? I don't understand why they didn't go after RG3 or anybody like that, first of all. Because the Shanahan effect, I believe. Yeah. You know, Shanahan and Elway are butt buddies. <laughs> you got well, they are. They are butt buddies. <laughs> <laughs> they love each other. Yeah. And Kubiak. You know, they were all on, on the same team when they won those back-to-back Super right, Bowls. Right, right, so. And then he went to Cleveland. Like, dreadful. Dreadful. Why would anybody decide to go to Cleveland? Good question. You know, I was taking a dump at work the other day. I was, <laughs> and <laughs> and I was thinking. Right, a little TMI. I was taking a dump at work the other day. And I was like, why? Who would go to Cleveland? <laughs> that really came in That really came in my my mom, because I was actually, um, I think, reading an article about LeBron James and this, oh, gosh, um, and this DM this. girl. I was like, it's his wife's fucking fault. Who the fuck wants to leave Miami and go back to Cleveland? Who does that? I'm like, this is 2016. This if is. you miss your family, put them on a plane. I'm sure they'd rather go to Miami sure. than Cleveland. I'm sure. Or you could just fly back. You ain't doing nothing. Oh, my gosh. This is going to go so left. But you bringing up the DM. Do you know who else got hit by the DM? Who? No. Shannon Brown and my girl. Uh, yeah, my girl Monica. Oh, oh God. And you, you know what's in that concert? She's like, I got a good man. I love my man. My man is the best. He don't do no wrong. She does fucking wrong. Your man is not the best. He, Hashtag. He is the latest playing. victim of the DM. Well, you know the and bitch. this bitch is all like, oh, him and Monica, uh, their marriage is awful. He can't stand her, blah, blah, blah. They're having all these issues, da, da, da. You know, he want to do, wow. uh, do he this and that? that to me and uh, 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 and all these text messages and all this stuff. I don't know what's true, what's not. Honey, what's you know, gonna child, you know out. that's the tea. What's that? What's really but good. But the tea has been spilled. It's been spilled. But you know what? The bitch loves another, la- another sad love song and all these other songs and shit. You so it gives us something to sing about. Yeah, she might need this because she maybe she'll have another. Right, it should be relevant again. You know, right. like real, real uh, relevant. As much as nobody just listens to her anymore, it doesn't give her that. I mean, but we went. I mean, went to the concert. Go out there, check out Monica now. Give my girl yeah. some love. We went still. to a concert and everybody knew all her old songs. We, right. we was jamming to that. Nobody, she's like, nobody, she's all the new songs. I'm like, what is this? Nobody knows. She's like singing with me. I'm like, I don't know the lyrics. I do, I do, I do. <laughs> I know, you know, you know, I know every single lyric that there is. <laughs> but yeah, he's the latest victim of a DM that's going on now. Wow. Well, that might be our way into a little pop culture now. So okay. you know, weekly, every week we um, do our empire update. Yes. All right. And so we are updating Empire from Wednesday night. Yes. How do you think about the show? um, Okay, so this is my take. Now, Empire had a thing where they were super Russian storylines and just doing everything so fast and everything was all over the place. Right, right. I feel like now they are taking time to really start to develop the characters. The characters this season. Yes. So you're going to have these episodes where it's not super fast, fast, but it's more is things happening to set up. It's more like a stuff. soap opera kind of 
situation. Right. Like a dynasty. Like we we see the setup now coming with um Frida. Frida Max. And like now that um Cookie has found out that she is the daughter of Frank Gavis. <laughs> She's like, Yeah, I know him. <laughs> <laughs> Lucius had his ass killed murdered. in jail, murdered, murdered this girl's father. The same and cold blood and gents. Told her ass up. Cold blooded. It, it was, was cold. Blood. It was Chris, Chris Watt was playing him. If y'all want to ever go back and watch that, uh, yeah. and it was cold blooded. He thought he was running things, but guess who was really running it? <laughs> Lucius, as always. How you doing? And so he kills this girl's father, and then he comes out of jail and signs up. and signs this bitch as an artist. You gonna be my number one artist? <laughs> And then like takes her in as like this father figure like and she's going through all this stuff right. with his own kids. Which he hates all of them. And then they write a hit song that gets nominated for an right. award. Comes time to shoot the video. Uh bitch, the plans have changed. <laughs> he drops our whole verse from the song. You're not even drop the video. Not even in the song anymore. The video. Goodbye. Nothing. Use you to get nominated for this. Thank you. And thank Goodbye. you. Now you're out the door. That's cool. That's that's Lucius. That's Lucius. I mean, what does she expect? Now, he did it, which is another part of the storyline that's going on. Now, we see that story. That's going to set up something in the future where it could be Cookie, like, being also paranoid. She could find out that Cookie is connected with that. Oh, she's going to find out. You know that. Want to hurt the and kids she, like, she don't or play. do anything. Right. Who knows where that could go. She's like, she's a hardcore lesbian. Right. Like, she don't play. But now this video, now in the, the last episodes, we saw that um, Jamal revealed that Lucius Lyon is not his real name. And so it's caused the uproar, and now he's doing this video to tell how he, you know, got his name Lucius Lyon. Right. His life is just really fucked up. It's been shitty. As a kid. Shitty life. Oh, it's mom just was... Like, sometimes I'm like... I can't really fault him for being a, a terrible human being because, like, how's he even still alive? Right. After that, his mom tried to drown him in the bathtub. Right. Then shot herself in front of him. But she was bipolar. We kind of find out. Right. Now, we know Andre schizophrenic is bipolar. Yeah, or she was schizophrenic. She was something. So, mental illness is running in this bloodline. Right. And we know Andre is bipolar. Right. Schizophrenic. <laughs> <laughs> bipolar bitch. Bipolar schizophrenic. He all he all be above. He's all the above. That Negro's crazy. And so he's watching this video that they film, and this is their first time that they're finding out what really happened in Lucia's life, and seeing that his mom his mom killed herself in front of him, and he freaks out. He's like, "What the fuck? Was I'm my just, grandma?" But you know what? I blame Cookie for that. You know your son he has issues and he has not been taking his medication. He has been on ads for like weeks. And that's your damn birthday and party. Your damn birthday party, like, let's look at this video. Come on, everybody. Come on, everybody, let's watch the video. Thinking she's gonna bond the family together. Look at your father and the hard life he's had. Maybe you'll understand him. No bitch, your son has mental Ill, a mental illness unstable that he just thinks came out of the blue that nobody has no. been loving to him about. Right, that nobody understands. And, and now he finds out that his grandmother had it. Had it. And it was in the thing. bloodline. And she killed herself. And he tried to kill himself. Yes, and he tried to kill himself. But I think the saddest thing was when Lucia was like, I'm embarrassed by you. Yes. Oh that my god. So He's like, You wanna know the truth? You know, like, that you were mentally crazy. I was ashamed of you and all this stuff. I was I'm ashamed of my mother, and I was embarrassed by you, too. 
Oh. Awful. He's an awful human being. Levi deserves anything that's about to come yeah, to him. I hope he, he handles that. And you know how each one kind of focuses on a different son going through the stuff. So I wonder if this season is Andre's Maybe it's Andre's chance. season. Yeah. You know, because he's not musically talented, so he's not featured as much. Right. So this might be a bigger chance. He's the businessman. He's, yeah. he's the brains of the operation. So I'm, I'm curious what's, what's going to um, happen there. So Empire, I feel like you're setting something up. You're setting something up for us I, I, I feel a doozy coming shortly. Shortly. Yeah. It's not in the next episode. It may be the one after that. Right. Something is about to come Something about down. to go down. All right. So now we're going to get into things that we are just so over. Just grinding okay. my gears. Just grinding my gears. America, let me tell you. In this household this past week, it has been beyond frustration. I don't. Frustration is not the word. Everything has just been a what the fuck moment is going on. It's just so many things that we are collectively over. Just like we're, so you're being over. punk, right? Like this is a you're being punk situation. This is not really happening. <laughs> we're gonna start somewhere where my brother just blew up on a Facebook post today. I didn't blow up. I, you know what? Sick as bitch. Sick of her. Go away. Who are you over? Something called a Hillary Rodham Clinton. Over her. And her husband, Bill Clinton. I forgot to add him into that post. Dumbass. Are we over the Clintons, America? Yes. In this household, we are pretty much over the Clintons. Over. I can't... I can't make up excuses anymore. I can't. I can't do it anymore. Like, I'm like, you know, I, I listen to everybody. I listen to... MSNBC, I listen to conservative, you know, radio talk and everything. Because, you know, you got to be well-versed and you got to look at things from different right. standpoints. And they just hammer Hillary, call her all kind of liars and all this kind of stuff. And I'd be like, chill out. You know, she ain't that bad. You know, yeah. everybody can change their mind. This bitch flip-flops <laughs> on whether the sky is blue. <laughs> Yesterday she could have said the sky was purple, and today she says it's blue, and she'd be like, that. "I never said that. I, said I never said blue. it was purple." What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You're trying to twist my words. That was Mayor Villagio so, that said that. I, it wasn't that me. Our tipping point this past time was that, with oh. this whole Bill Villagio. Oh, that was Villagio. Fiasco and CP Tom. If you haven't heard, I'm sure you heard by now. With the whole um, satire, oh, a satire. First of all, you got out. some black guy dressed up like a Puritan or a but, civil, oh, a it's civil the war Hamilton. hero. It's for the Hamilton. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Show, I don't care. You got a Negro dressed like he is in 1775 <laughs> on stage talking about CP I'm time. I'm done with you. I'm over okay. it. <laughs> so, so, Mayor Bellagio comes out, well, it, you know, he endorses Hillary, and Hillary's like, oh, it's about time, and, you know, it took you long enough, blah, 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 all these laughs, and then he comes and says, yeah, you know, I'm functioning on CP time. CP time? The Listen. The crowd okay. is like... What the fuck are you talking about? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Listen, I know you got you match a black woman, I know you got black kids... Or half black or whatever. You are not black. Right. You can't be going around talking about CP time. You, you do not have... You do not have the right, the privilege to do that. No. I'm sorry. Sorry. 
Some things just are America. It's just some things you just can't do. It wasn't funny. Now, it fell you, flat. Are you a comedian? Are you on stage doing something? Are you something? a mayor? Is it doing are you a comedian? This? <laughs> yeah. Which one are you? And then this fucking bitch, Hillary Clinton's like, oh, that's... That's um cautious Cautious politicians. politicians. <laughs> cautious politicians. And then the next day, they asked the bitch, well, bitch, why the fuck did you say that shit? And she was like, well, you can ask Bellagio that. Bitch, you came back with that response <laughs> about cautious politicians. I had nothing to do with that. I had nothing to do with that. You fucking liar. You own up <laughs> to say, you know what? You just own up to something. I was dumb as hell. I made a mistake. I'm like, I'm really dumb. I'm really about to lose this election when these dumbass Republicans are really handling, handling this damn thing to me because they're fighting with each other so bad that one, if Trump wins, then Cruz people ain't going to vote for him. And if Cruz right. wins, then his people ain't going to vote for him. And this bitch going to just ruin everything. Uh, and that just led us to go into everything that she's flip-flopped with. The same-sex marriage flip-flop is just ridiculous. That was I so don't even... funny. No, that clip she... was so... If you ever seen that clip, America, <laughs> just look that up on YouTube. You are on record from 2002 through th- 2010. Like six, seven, eight years. Not supporting same-sex marriage. I'm against it. Clearly. I'm saying against that it. you're against it. No. And then laugh about and it. Then, yeah. well, catch this. The first time they asked the clip, she was on, I'm mean, asking the question, she was on the show with um, Chris Myers. And he asked her that. And she said, no, she's against it. And they booed her. And the bitch started laughing. And she started laughing. Chuckling at him. <laughs> yes, she did. Like, ha, ha, ha. I know better than you. And now in 2013, all of a sudden she is like, "I love the lesbian. <laughs> I support lesbian and gay marriages." <laughs> and meanwhile, she's like, "No, I've never flipped. I've never changed on that. I don't so, change. I've always been supportive. I've always my record is clear. It's clear. Yes, your record is clear, bitch. That's your your record is clear of how much you lie. And it's really disheartening because I've been trying to roll with Hillary for all this time, but I just don't know if I could." Trust her. I really don't. Now, you know you can't trust her. Yeah, That's for certain. That's for certain. So, and I'm not feeling the burn. I mean, that sounds like a venereal disease or something, first of all. Oh, this whole feel the burn. Child. I'm like, child, what burn are y'all feeling, honey? Hey, I don't want to feel none of that burn. I sure don't. <laughs> but I am just not feeling the burn with all these crazy ideas that are just never going to happen. Do you know this Congress we have? <laughs> I mean, have you been paying attention for the last eight years? Yeah, you kind of got to have Congress to do this kind of stuff that yes. you want to do. Yeah, these principles may, they, I don't know, they may these be These fuckers don't even like, want people to have health care, so you think they're really going to want free Can college? Can we move a little bit more to the, towards the middle and talk about some things that are actually going to happen that we can look forward to? True. Instead of this crazy stuff. But yet, yeah, I mean, he just pulled 27,000 oh, people, people love to see him in the 27 thousand it's the millennials the kids that are told how great they are from birth and how you deserve this and you deserve that so that resonates with all these millennials that's true because i think they are owed something and i'm sorry bernie's just old i don't want to be at ages he's old you are <laughs> but i he's am old. he's old i look at him and he's hard to look at he's mean he's mean <laughs> very mean like i watched him on this debate and like him was trying to talk and he's Oh, that Elliot figure. That Elliot figure. <laughs> e. nope, e. I'm like, stop being so fucking rude and just wait your turn. <laughs> just wait. Why are you so old and rude? I tell you, they say that people uh, 
Oh man, we have for people that on the hill that that say, people that work. Um, yeah, that say that with him. He, he's, he's by nice himself. Guy. Yeah, he doesn't talk. He stares he like stares it at himself up in space on the elevators. Boy, I saw this meme the other day when he was running off this escalator. <laughs> <laughs> I said. Where is he going in such a hurry? <laughs> I gotta see that one. I haven't oh seen my god, that. it's like he's running off the escalator and people are like, where is he going? Slow down. <laughs> you scared of talking I gotta people? see that. Yes, he is scared of people, it seems. So yeah. we're, we're over this political process, America. God, Maybe somebody awful. could bring us back some faith in this whole process, but we're definitely not going Republican. No. Hell no. I have not fucking suicide. Right. Right. It's no. not that bad. But it is pretty bad. It's pretty despair. And speaking of Republicans, I am so over these conservative pundits, honey. These these whatever you want to call them, these personalities that are just racist racist as fuck, honey. And don't care. And don't care. And just say And like, just act like they don't Oh, yeah, I'm going to say this, and ain't nothing going to happen to me, so I really don't care what that, you going to do about it. That damn Bill O'Reilly, honey. I'm, and I'm sure everybody's heard this from his conversation with Trump. Mr. Horrible Father, who kids don't even want to stay with him, and ex-wife hates him, and just a horrible person. Yeah. And he wants to espouse family values and all this kind of stuff. Oh, don't even start with the family values. Oh, I might have left that sheet that I have, but I could paraphrase but uh, we would get to some of that family values with these conservative assholes. That's right. going to come up in something else we're over, honey. Okay. But this bitch talking with Donald Trump. It's Donald Trump is talking about bringing jobs back and all this stuff. You know how he goes on his bill. Yeah, yeah, I'm bringing jobs back. About yeah, I'm bringing jobs. jobs back. And they're talking specifically now about the African American community. And, you know, he goes on his his thing about, oh, Obama's been here for eight years, blah, blah, blah. Can I say something about this? If I hear one more time from these dumb people talking about, well, under Obama, such and such has happened. I'm sorry. Every time I go to an interview, the people that are interviewing me look like Donald Trump. They don't look like President Obama. They don't look like President Obama. President Obama is not a CEO. Right. He's not sitting in a boardroom making higher decisions. Exactly. You motherfuckers are. But you're going to blame the president. You're going to blame the president. people not hiring black folks. And you're a CEO of several companies. Right. So you have the ability to hire black people. How many black people you have working for you? You have the ability to hire black people if you wanted to. Right. These black young youth that you're talking about. Yes. Bitch, have several seats. And I'm sure running your golf courses, you won't see a black face there. No no black teenagers. You sure won't. So, yeah. That's a good one. So he's talking about that, you know, bringing jobs back. Here comes O'Reilly. Well, well, <laughs> Mr. Trump, you know, I hate to generalize. Yeah, you really You hate know, that. but this is true. Yeah. You know, many of them are ill-educated so with facial tattoos. Right. How are you gonna how are you gonna get them a job? How are they gonna work if they're not educated? Man. They have all these facial tattoos. I hate to generalize this, but it's true. Right. I mean, I don't. I don't have any black friends or family members without a facial tattoo. Oh, hold up. I don't know a single fucking person that has a facial tattoo except for Mike Tyson. Right. Or Plies or somebody like somebody. that. Somebody. Maybe somebody in the entertainment world who definitely isn't unemployed then at that moment. Right. But they it's don't so a job. Whatever. That's exactly. So what? What? What is he talking about? And this whole thing about ill-educated and not educated. 
okay, as if this is my thing. Black people aren't educated. First, yeah, as if black as if black people aren't educated to begin with, right? And then as if education is what's stopping all black people from being employed, right? Like it's back on all this. Oh, it's the black people' fault. They're just uneducated. They don't know. They're not smart enough to get jobs, so they're unemployed. I'm sorry. Aren't they the the same ones that are saying that? Oh, all these millennials are going to college and can't get jobs, right? Uh, they're going to college and graduating. Yes, it's not just white people that's going to college. Look at and, and and the black numbers are increasing. They have been steadily increasing forever. And, and tell me then why you're more still more likely like black people is still a much higher um, percentage of black educated college degree people who have the same degree level of a white person. They still don't get the job. But they don't want they're to hear still, that. Right. They're still more likely not to get a job. Right. And then you have the the crazy nuts that's talking about affirmative action and all this stuff as if that means that every black person that goes for a job gets a job. And if they get it, they only get it because of affirmative action, not because they're qualified. Oh, I can't stand that. That that's, pisses me the fuck that off. That pisses me the hell off. Don't they understand affirmative that. action is not just for black people. That's for minorities, meaning Asians, women. Yes, People. Latina, Latino, uh, any, uh, all that, all that, and it even works Foreigners. for fucking white people. Getting and an HBCUs and everything, and it depends Thank on where you. you're going. My roommate, I had a white roommate, y'all. I went to um, Wisconsin State University. Shout out to the Rams out there, HBCU. Of all the people on campus to get a white roommate, guess who got them? <laughs> I know you did. Me. <laughs> and then the motherfucker told me he was on scholarship. I was like, oh, they gave white people scholarship <laughs> Catch that? No, that's cute. All right. Do it. I'm not even mad at you. Oh, guys, I don't understand. People, affirmative fashion is just leveling playing fields that, that just aren't there. These playing fields are just so unfair. But yeah, we want to put the blame back on the very people who are hurting from this. You know, it's your fault. It's your fault that you, you got all them down face tattoos. Stop Take them face the tattoo. tattoos off, and then maybe you you'll be educated enough to get a job. Oh, you want to do all this Apple stuff? You want Apple to make products in America? Oh, but they're not educated. How are they going to work? How are they going to work? How are they going to do computers? Oh, gosh, you're such an asshole. I mean, not all of them are awful. I mean, I do like Martin Levin. He's funny. He uh, says he some really funny. stupid stuff, though. <laughs> he does. But I love the hate that he has for Donald Trump. That does give me joy. He is funny. He but he loves Donald Ted Trump. Cruz, which is... I, I can look past that as long as he hates Donald Trump. <laughs> it is so funny. Oh, but you know what? Fuck you, O'Reilly. So what else are we over? <laughs> <laughs> You're over something that's going on in North Carolina. God, this H two HB two whatever the fuck that shit means about nasty ass fucking public restroom that nobody wants to use anyway. What what is, what is this conversation about? First of all, you know what? Another thing I thought about you while I'm taking a dump. Well, you do a lot of thinking on the toilet. That is the place to do the best, best thing. Yes, yes. Last week, this article about I don't know if it's called gender identification or I don't even know how you even call it. What would you call it? But you know, we love the LGBTQs or H's and Z's and whatever they are. peeps. Yes. But I don't understand 
the gender gender conformity thing. So reading that article really opened my eyes and made me realize that. Right. Yeah, it's a world I'm I'm familiar, I'm familiar with. with. But the problem is that we look at gender so much like having a penis or having a vagina and make everything so sexual, like an intercourse. Yeah. And it's really not about intercourse. Like I think a lot of these people not are not even like sexually Right, stimulated. That's it's, so true. I, my, we're so simplistic we're in so our thinking, sim- and we so always about it. Sets. Like people are saying, "Oh, they're gonna go there and molest little girls or boys or whatever." And my thing is, they're not even thinking about they're not sets. Even thinking about sex, right? Your nasty mind is the one that's thinking about <laughs> yeah. going in and, and ravishing somebody in the bathroom. Why are you even thinking about that? Well, First of all, I'm kind of concerned about you. Bathroom, right? You're you not know smelly and gross. Stupid. Of things. You know what? People that come and say this stuff, I'm like, maybe you're the molester. Because that, that, you know what? When I heard about this bill, that never even crossed my mind. It never even oh, crossed somebody my goes mind. in there and pretends to be a, a woman and messes with a little girl or boy. Who the fuck thinks that way? Unless you have those tendencies. Hello, how you doing? <laughs> how you doing? I mean, you need to be more concerned with somebody who looks like Dennis Haster, like oh. somebody's preacher or deacon. Gosh, and that goes in line with the the whole family. Uh, so, values. so sick of that Dumb shit, shit right there. How something like that becomes like a a, a one page a, a page one story it's for nothing. like one day. Nobody talks about that, and nobody talks about it. But they they care about this motherfucker going agenda. out and messing with. Young you know, girl. Uh, oh, I heard the whatever. most disturbing thing. Like some more stuff came out about that case with him. <clears throat> you know, we played sports in high school, so he was the wrestling coach, and they said um, he would sit, like the boys would take showers, mm-hmm. and he would have a chair sitting out the shot outside the shower, and watch them taking showers. Ugh. How disgusting is that? And this same guy that won the railroad, Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. For the whole Monica Lewinsky stuff, and he's paying off little boys millions and millions of dollars. And you know, I did that case made me look up something, and this whole HB two thing and that whole rhetoric about the molestation. <clears throat> and I, I don't, I don't know the last time it was updated, right? But I was counting the number of Republican. Oh, it's people in office. Yeah, it's vast that hard. have molestation charges are against them. Horrible. And there were well over 60 people. 60. It's disgusting. And these are the ones that keep preaching family this values. religious freedom, family values, all you gay people are like nasty. nasty and disgusting and child molesters and pedophiles. Like no. Said, you are the pedophiles. The only people that are talking about pedophilia are people that are thinking about pedophilia. Who thinks about that? Like, why does the mind go? Yeah, who why, thinks Why does your about mind that? go there? You may need to look inside yourself. And that's just the so. So you got whole old um your your governor, your governor here, your best friend, your homeboy. He's trying to oh he's walk back some he's stuff. He's gonna get murdered because he knows he's in this. It's election too late. Yet. Everybody is pulling. I saw something today that it's a bunch of senators that um bipartisan mm-hmm. be, now bipartisan. I mean, Republican and Democrat, independent. I'm not slow, bitch. Not for you. I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, you dumbass motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, they're all teaming together to to take the All Star Game out of Charlotte. Oh wow! 
senators from different states. That's crazy. That's crazy. Because this guy wants to use a bathroom to cover what he's really trying to do. Wake up, North Carolina. Just wake the fuck up. This is ridiculous. Use a everybody, everybody is pulling out. Stuff. Everybody is pulling out of this state. I'm pulling out of this state. <clears throat> I know. I know for real. For real. But now he's walking everything back and, you know, trying to tighten up some of the language. And he said he still wants to keep stuff, the bill intact. But he wants to keep the bill intact. He wants to keep the bathroom part intact for real. And he, know, and he and has not addressed the minimum wage crap. Right. But I think he did address the court situation. He addressed the court situation that he did that. So he's like, I'm listening to the people. I just want you to know I'm listening well, to the people. Why were you listening before you, you try to stink this bill? That's all the thing. This, You're so stupid. I'm so sick and tired of people just on. being openly discriminatory and using... See, I love Charles Barkley because in that article, Charles Barkley's like, listen, he said, I'm an African-American man, so I'm against discrimination of any sort. Right. Why can't our black people think? I mean, I don't always agree with, with, with Charles Barkley, but he just made a great point that, and I'm ashamed of a lot of, a lot of our black people are, you know, in favor of this bill. Yeah. I'm like, how can you be a minority and be in favor of something that practice discrimination. Right. I, I don't understand that. Right. And he made that, that point very very perfectly in my opinion. He was saying how as a black man I, I'm he's against discrimination of any sort. Right. It's, how can you not be? How can you not be? I don't understand. I'm with you. I don't understand that understand that either. And one thing, especially when it comes to the LGBTQIA community not going anywhere. I mean, really not. and you talk about millions, the community, and millions of dollars. The people too. Yeah, and they like to spend money. Right, and so I don't understand why you. I don't, it it I don't, takes me takes me to our to our girl Laporsha. Oh that just shows how this stuff plays out. How ignorant you can be. How ignorant you can be. Our girl Laporsha, she did not win American Idol. You but called she still it. won. I sure did. You know, I'm, I'm always right about this shit. <laughs> I know this. You caught it, but you said, yeah, you're right. She still did win in a way because she won a contract and she ain't got to deal with that idol bullshit and blah, blah, blah. But you know how Mississippi passed this fucking law. Follow me how North Carolina. And so she gets questioned about it. And her response, she goes on to talk about, you know, how some people agree with, the the gay the LGBT lifestyle, right? And some some agree, some don't. I fall around on those people who don't agree. I don't agree with the lifestyle, mm-hmm. but you know I have a lot of gay friends and stuff. We just agree to disagree, and we should all respect each other. Blah blah blah. It goes on to that. Um, I just got read for one second. Yes, this lifestyle shit. <laughs> I'm so sick of that word being used when it comes to talking about gay people. Okay, so this is what I I, I was just thinking about this today, and mm-hmm. I'm sitting there. <clears throat> I'm like, I'm tired of being of having being gay being compared to like what cereal you're gonna choose whenever you wake up in the morning. 
what kind of shoes are you going to wear? Or what kind of shoes am I going to wear? Right. You know, oh, so today I'm going to be gay. Tomorrow I'd be straight. You know, this day I choose to be bi. You know, right. I'd be into this person. I want you to just sit and think about, say if you, the picture perfect, you're picturing out in your mind right now, America, think of who you are attracted to right now. What comes in your mind? What am I attracted to? What does this person look like? What color are they? What does their hair look like? You know, how are they dressed? They smell good. What all these things. Mm -hmm. Now tell me, was that something that just naturally came to you? (laughs) All right. You're reading tonight. So if did I choose and I'll say, oh, I'm going to choose to like a skinny girl today. Tomorrow I'm going to choose to like a fat girl. Oh, t- today I'm going to choose to like a tall boy. Oh, tomorrow I'm going to choose to like a short boy. Oh, you know, this and that. It, we all have things that we like that come, that are just part of who you are. It's just your makeup. Nothing makes that be, it's just your makeup. Right. And I, I really don't understand, like, I guess people's, I guess, I don't know, it's fac- fascination is the word with it, but why heterosexual people are so concerned about what gay people do? I don't understand. If you're not gay, so why does it concern you? Right. It's kind of weird. It is very, very weird. And you got to stop using this word lifestyle. It's just so insulting because it's almost saying like, oh, you can just like turn it on and off. Oh, just change your lifestyle. Oh, you don't want to live like, you know, changing your lifestyle. That's like. It's crazy. And, and And I'm really tired of people falling back on saying religion i mean that's just like the biggest cop out in the world like oh gosh when you say oh because of my religion i don't do this well you i don't see how your so your religion religion tells you to be discriminatory tells you to, do to that this, the point that and the other yeah i like, i never understood that that case you know i'm not an overly, overly religious person i just don't believe in the concept of religion, in terms of um, it being an end-all, be-all for every decision you make in life. Right. To me, I think religion is used to control the masses. Right. That's just my opinion. I don't I fault, know how I you mean, feel. I mean, I don't fault anybody who is religious, you know, whatever floats your boat, whatever makes you happy, what makes you sane, what keeps you from killing people and doing terrible things. I'm in support of that. Yeah. But... When you fall back and say, well, I'm not going to do this because of religion, that shows that you don't have the ability to reason and to think of your own and make your own decisions based on your life's experiences. And I have a problem with that. To me, that's like cultish or like mind control. Mm -hmm. When somebody tells you, oh, since you were raised this way or somebody told you this, that, and the other, you can't think for yourself. You can't think for yourself. You're going to do this just because... This doctrine says so. Yeah. And that's why I know. Like, what lifestyle are you not agreeing with? Like, what do you think of when I, when I think of lifestyle? I'm like, okay, um, you know, things I enjoy to do, you know, right. what life, you know, and the thing is, I think everybody equates sets. Like, they throw That's sets. the point I was making before. Like, people look, are so infatuated with penises and, and vaginas that. It clouds your judgment. Yeah, it does. Everything's Everybody's about always sex. thinking about sex. Like sex, heterosexual sex. people really so, think like gay is about sex. It's 
not all about sex. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, man, it's not sex all is about part of sex. A sex is part of everybody's existence if you're a normal person. Right. But it's not the end-all, be-all for everything unless you're a porn star or have a sex addict right. situation. And I can see decision-making. The only thing I get with decision-making is um, the act of having sex. Like, everybody, God forbid, unless you're raped, whether you're heterosexual, whether you're homosexual, whether you're bi, you make a decision to have sex or not. You do. You know, that's the, only, part, right. that's the only decision part that, that comes in a thing. Right. But who you have sex with, you know, that attraction... That attraction part is just natural, like who you are attracted to. Exactly. And I never understood why who you decide to have sex with at night determines what, who you are. Like, I'm not yeah. all about late. Why like, is that? Why? How you're why, defined? Why are you defined by who you decide to have, be intimate with, which is really <clears throat> not anybody's business, and you only do it with select few people. Right. Well, some. Well, some. (laughs) (laughs) But it shouldn't determine who you are as a person. Not at all. Okay. I think we're done there. Yeah. Oh, that that just... That felt good. That felt felt good to get that off my chest. It's just been burning with all this stuff that's, that's going on. It's going on. And it's one last thing. And we ended up, and thank y'all for being patient with us. It's just a lot that's, that's, that's been on the chest. The last thing I've been burning about, and it kind of goes back to some stuff we talked about earlier, and it still deals with race, specifically with race, even though people don't want to admit it. But these damn Facebook idiots that continue, continuously goes off on Obama. All right. And so a friend of mine posted this article and it was interesting and I want to I have it here and I just wanted to get the title for it just to make sure I don't mess it up but it was basically talking about how um, assessing Obama's time in office so it said so I I printed some stuff out as I was reading stuff at work when I should have been doing right I had to pretend that I was printing and doing something when I was just reading this is why I spent my days at work but it was entitled Obama's Legacy, A Great Man and a Good President in Bad Times. God forbid anybody calls President Obama a great man or a good man. People lose their shit on Facebook and <laughs> social media. If anybody says anything good about Obama. So this guy just starts going in and was saying, oh, you know, well, what's good about you know, you go through the same thing about talking, try to talk about the economy, try to talk about ISIS and all this. But I'm going to focus on just one thing that I hear all the time when he goes in. And it's coming from a white man. Of course. But he goes in and talks about, and he set race back all these years. He, he <laughs> the race, racial tension really. is worse than it's ever been before. You know, and. <laughs> See that that really it is. that makes me want to just jump to a computer screen. That really makes me want to fight somebody when I see stupid shit like oh, this. I cannot hold my tongue. Oh, I lose my shit whenever I hear that. Or they blame whenever him. I hear that. Or they blame President Obama for the like um, 
I heard like one conservative radio. I think it's Martin Levin was saying how um, before President Obama became president, it's like um, rates got along better. Yeah, we did because we didn't have a black president. And now, Thank you. Now that we have Thank a black you. president, Thank you. white people are hypersensitive, are hyper aggressive, are hyper just everything. Like everything. Critiquing everything okay. about his kids, his wife, his mother in law. Just just everything. Just everything. And we as black people, we're gonna be defensive about that because listen, we've never had a black president. Right. So of course it's gonna drive a wedge in race. I mean, any intelligent person can recognize that. Right. Or even a dumb person because will recognize that. It's making you realize how racist you are inside white people, I'm sorry. Inside some whatever of them, yes. some of you yes. whatever seeing a black man in office You can't handle it. Where you can't find you anything good. It. You can't find Nothing. one thing good about him. Nothing. And that's sad. That's really sad. And let me tell you, because they go off and they're like, this guy was going off, and I just went in. Because he was going off about how he doesn't take up for law enforcement. He takes up for yeah, the thugs right. and all this and that. Right. And he's always on it, driving this wedge. And there was a right. couple of them going on with that. I was like, okay. Because I follow some of this stuff. It being a, um, a supporter of Black Lives Matter and doing things. And I follow the things Obama says about cops and the things he says about um, Black Lives Matter right. and these situations, because he does weigh in on different stuff from time right. to time. Obama has praised cops over numerous over. times. Over and over. He has supported cops. There are new, this guy, And I was saying, there have been numerous times that he has called for... Um, for, you know, to stop using cops as scapegoats, as he put it, as he called for you know, people to stop targeting cops and to support cops, and he's spoken it. He's done all this stuff, and then you know, a person's like, "Well, I don't know. I haven't never heard anything about this." Right? Because you I, don't read. I immediately sent him about five Send articles. Right. Thank links. You. Read <laughs> immediately. Oh well, here you go. And then on the flip side, he has also, in some cases, supported those who have been unarmed. And sh- you know, shot. what's wrong with that? And why can't you play? Why can't you support both? Right. And he has talked to police officers about BLM and saying, like, listen, y'all need to listen to them. This isn't coming from just out of the thin air. These are real concerns. It's true concerns. You know, this stuff is happening. And what really, what really bothers me about the whole Black Lives Matter thing is when people, white people, try to compare Black Lives Matter to the Ku Klux Klan oh, and say it's a hate group. It's just nobody that I know of in Black Lives Matter has ever been charged with the crime of killing anybody or hanging anybody or burning crosses. Thank you. Or d- ripping babies out of pregnant people's bodies like Come the KKK. On. Right. It's ridiculous for people How even could to you make even that. Put that comparison. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely. It's ridiculous. really ignorant, and it's, it's really so sad, ignorant. and it just shows that history is not taught in this country to people. Because they're afraid to address the truth about their own heritage. To, right. To show how ugly right. and demeaning and awful it truly was in this country. Yeah. They're ashamed of it. Which I don't blame. I would be ashamed of a history like that. But, but white guilt. Yeah, but it, get, exactly. And it, and it causes really guilty. situations like this where we're black people just saying, hey, we don't want to get murdered. 
Like, that's all it's saying. We want equal protection under the law like everybody right. else. Have you We're seen the reports in Chicago that just came out? They did this independent study of of the police shootings and stuff over the last whatever, how many years, and this internal stuff in Chicago. Over 75% of all the shootings were people of color. People of color. We're sick of, I mean... Anybody with a brain would say, you know what, I, I can understand why somebody would be advocating that because that's ridiculous. Right. But no, these these people are like, well, well, you're just a hate group because you you hate cops. Nobody's saying you hate cops. Who who doesn't appreciate a cop? Who wants that? That's a tough job. Yes. Who doesn't want, who wouldn't have appreciation for a cop? And it's, it's, a, it's the bad ones and that... I was some, that Bring down the curb for everybody. And what I told him, what I was telling him on that on that page, as I was going off, of course, was like, look, Obama could stand up for cops a uh, hundred and one times. The one time he stands up for a black person, that's all you're gonna see. That's all you in see. here. Right. And then you're just like, oh, he only cares about black people. He hates white. He hates white people. And that's all people saying. It is the dumbest. Dumb. It's the dumbest thing I have ever heard. But the, the true solace I have in this is knowing that history is going to be so kind to President Obama. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. History is going to be great to him. And the people that oppose him, these people, are going to be looked upon as real idiots and racists. And that's the and that's the I guess the joy I get out of it is knowing that you guys are really going to come out looking really bad. Going to look really bad. You're going to look really bad. And you post all this stuff on Facebook and stuff, you're gonna be looking bad. You're gonna be looking really bad. Yeah, I feel sad. I feel sorry for you. Well, I think I'm done with the stuff. I'm over. Anything else? You're, you, you, I think we 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 both covered it. We, we're over. We're actually yeah, we're over a whole lot. We've over a whole it's been lot. A long week. <laughs> Thank you for hanging in there with our longest podcast so far. But it's been by far it's one of my, uh, my favorite. So enjoyable, yes. <laughs> and it's therapeutic. Yes. It's much deeper. You be good, America. Until next time. <laughs>